back to Verify Crypto. Today I have a guest with me who goes by the name Mr. Spaceman. And Mr. Spaceman is here to tell us a little bit about a project called Good Game Hunters. How are you doing today, Spaceman? I'm great. Thank you for having me. So tell us, what is your background in gaming and cryptocurrency, and where did you get started with Path that you're on? Well, it's been uh, it's been a bit because uh, there's obviously the gaming side and the crypto side. So on the gaming side, I've I've been an avid gamer most of my life, from anything to console to PC. Uh, most of my life, that's pretty much where I learned uh, English at a young age. Uh, and in in crypto, I've I've been looking at the space around since 2017 and been sometimes on the sideline seeing what's going on and then getting more and more involved as I saw the the space progress into something very interesting. That's great. So you get into crypto and before you were a gamer, right? Yeah, exactly. That's really been fun part of uh, my time growing up playing video games or with friends and at friends' house and stuff like that. So that's always been something that I've been fond of. Yeah, me too. I've also been a gamer for some time, and so it's great to see cryptocurrency, blockchain technology merge with gaming. Exactly. It just seems like a a perfect match in the sense that you get so many uses of the best of both worlds with uh, a fun activity trading on the blockchain in a sense where it, it actually makes sense. What year did you get into cryptocurrency, and how did that all get started for you? I mean, I started kind of paying attention in 2017 when the was the bull run and everything was going up but I was mostly just interested in the underlying technology and that's where it like got my attention for the first time and then I've been on and off on like the sideline and looking or just trying to understand and see how it evolved but I got very involved when NFTs got around that's when I think it become became very interesting because first of all I, I it, first when looking on the outside it just looked like uh, JPEGs uh, going up to very high values for no reasons and i was like that makes no sense so the the craziness of some weird nfts going up to high prices was a mystery to me in the beginning so that's that really piqued my curiosity as well how, how that makes sense and then i dove more into it and, and and really saw what was going on behind the scenes now that we spent more and more time in the digital then why not actually own the stuff we have in the digital world yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I think NFTs also, with the first aspect, when you get into them, you start thinking, man, it is just something you can copy and paste and, and have the image yourself. But the underlying technology of NFTs and digital ownership of a unique signature, and then also the abilities of NFTs to simply expand to almost every industry I think you're. I think you're right. And and one thing that's that's also to notice about the gaming industry. I think talking about real implementation. I think that obviously crypto and blockchain has a lot of utility. Uh, but I think if you compare GameFi or, or gaming and NFTs with like the DeFi sector, I think the the gaming sector will is is something that will be much easier to integrate with than like the established financial system. Because if you look at like banks and and all of this stuff, this has been around for decades, and it's like some huge institutions with a lot of power, and it, it's 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 hard to mess with. Uh, understandable because it's serious, right? But I think gaming is more casual, and you can more easily integrate into that faster at least on like a time scale so like i see a future where 
where blockchain gaming will, will be normal in like five to ten years. Well, it's hard to imagine that we won't have banks in five to ten years and we'll all be only Bitcoin or whatever, right? So at least in that sense, I think it will progress faster on some levels in, in, in that aspect because it's such a huge institution with so much power in, in the DeFi or, or in the financial world. It's crazy how there's so many levels to it. Web3 and Metaverse and all these other technologies that building interfaces, you know, developers are going to have to build interfaces that are simple to use and and easy for adoption. That's one thing I see as far as a barricade. However, I do see that play to earn and in-game items and in-game currency that can be traded for real-world goods and services it is it's almost a way to bridge that world of you could say metaverse or metaphysics to the real world of physical reality i guess we should move on to next thing what is good game hunters and how did you get started with that good game hunters is called a, a gaming guild but it's a bit different than other gaming guilds at the moment a lot of gaming guilds their primary focus is play to earn games it makes people money, at least it did in the, in the bull run, right? But our core thesis is that gaming shouldn't be a, a part-time job. It's something you do for fun because it's a fun game. And the whole dilemma also stems in, in the way Playtrain is, is done right now. Or Let's just take Axie, uh, Axie Infinity as an example, right? You only play Axie Infinity to cash out and pay the rent, at least in, in a lot of developing countries. Uh, it makes the whole system very unsustainable. Because if, if all the players just just play to sell and then they sell the tokens, it will create a huge selling pressure. And also the game itself has been described as not really that fun. So it, it just it only works in the bull run when money keeps flooding in. But that kind of creates an issue when it's not in the bull run and you don't make any money anymore and then you don't play the game. So I think our focus at Good Game Hunter is, has been to find games that are actually fun to play and that that means that it's game first blockchain seconds one of the examples of that is that's very important is like ev.io where you don't need a, a crypto wallet you don't need to know about crypto you can play the game just like anyone else in the, in, the, in the browser but only if you want to activate the crypto where you have nfts as your skin and want to enable play to earn then you can kind of dive into that so i see that also as as a very good way of introducing new people to it without forcing them into crypto, but luring them with a, with a fun game. So in other words, you put gaming first and focus on the underlying part of play to earn or how the NFTs function. Exactly. I think any game, no matter how good tokenomics they have or, or how much, uh, it, it really has to be a good game for the game to succeed. Otherwise, it will it will only work in the bull run when they use all the buzzwords and they can withdraw and they can get money because it's flooding into the space, right? But when 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 money in the bull or bear bear, when money gets extracted and they there's no money to be earned, then they have no gamers, and so it's it's, it's really been a huge issue for the entire space in, in gaming in Web three, with if the game's not not really fun and just play to play to earn, it it's not going to be sustainable in any sense. It makes sense. Yeah, I can see that's a good strategy because there's a lot of these games with incredible tokenomics, but on the other side, the game itself isn't very fun to play. So that is critical, and I, I think that's a good idea. 
So what are some of the games right now that you guys focus on and what is your plan for collaboration with these games? Uh, first of all, the games we primarily focus on is based on what we have uh, top five most haunted. Haunted. It's a bi-monthly vote we have in our community where people, where our community members vote on the games they like the most and find the most fun. So that's, I'm sure there's other games as well that are, that are very fun, but we focus on these due to our, our community. Uh, the games we focus on is uh, Eevee.io being one of them, Bondless. Uh, being also one of them. There's also something called Alpha League Racing, like a racing game also in Piazza. And Earth from Another Sun, and also looking into Meta Ops, and, and Forge has also been some of the ones we are we are, we are playing a bit. So for us, yeah, it's, it's, it's game first. It just has to be a fun game, so people actually want to play it if they're in or not. What are some things that good game hunters provide with these games, and, and how does community function with all that? What we provide is tournaments, game nights, and we give out some giveaways. We have, in collaboration with some of these games, we want to give out some whitelist as well to upcoming fun games. Some of the things we've done in EV.io is uh, saying uh, it's important to note that Good Game Hunters is actually an underlying part of a company named GamerPay. And GamerPay is primarily a CSGO marketplace. Uh, what they are beginning to move more towards is also integrating Web3 games such as EV.io and uh, taking the unique approach where you can only buy in fiat, which makes it much easier to onboard Web2 people who doesn't necessarily have own crypto or know much about crypto. But So we, we, we've done a partnership with EV.io where we made a skin for that game, which obviously is an is a NFT. It's an assault rifle you can use in the game. We did that in collaboration with our partners at Ninjas in Pyjamas. So we made a nip skin, which is nip branded and, and has some utility in the game in the sense that you can play with it. And it's a really cool skin. And then also just because we find it fun, so our tournaments and stuff like that, sometimes we do double the price to the people who own that skin. And, and we try to do fun stuff like that as well. I was looking at the website and I saw a game called The Bornless. Could you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, The Bornless is actually a, a very fun one as well. The Bornless is a horror game, first-person shooter, where you have a last man standing. So you have teams of either two or four or something like that. Uh, and then you run around this map and you collect incense which uh, you can then use to buy weapons, ammo, and you can also summon a demon called Orbis. And then when you summon the demon, it will chase around one of the other teams trying to attack them, making it very hard to win. And then it's essentially a last man standing, so if you wipe out the other teams, you win the game. It looks quite interesting. I haven't dove into it yet, of course, but it kind of reminded me of Left 4 Dead. I'm not sure if you remember those titled games. It, however, instead of zombies, it's a it's some sort of demon, do you say? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's It can be compared to that. I played that a lot, actually, when I, when I was younger as well. But in, right now, they have their one game mode called Orbis, which have only one demon. But I think they will, they're also coming up with different game modes as well, where there might be more stuff, more creatures coming out. So it will be more <laughs> similar to that as, as they progress. But it's a team that's very active in development. They come out with updates like almost every other week. Uh, so it's very, very active and actually a really fun game compared to its its size. In some sense, does Good Game Hunters uh, begin with testing these games out and then kind of just 
Like, how does that whole function work with the deciding of these games to add? Yeah, that's a really good question. And another utility we're giving Good Game Hunters is offering early spots or early access to a lot of these upcoming games before a lot of others. So in the, a lot of these games, also a thing we noted where is that a lot of these games, they have mostly investors. Uh, due to the speculative nature uh, nature of of crypto and, and NFTs, right? But it's 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 been a huge problem for a lot of games that if you have a community of eighty percent investors and twenty percent gamers, when when the bear hits, you don't really have any gamers. So and the game actually needs surprise surprise gamers for it to be successful. So it's for us, it's it's pretty easy to do collaboration with all sorts of games, getting early access or getting special features or so on to uh, to allow our community to get in to get in early. So we can test out these games and sort out what's what's actually fun to play and, and what's not. So in that sense, we also get to be a bit early compared to a lot of other players uh, to see what's what's fun out there and what really has potential. The way I'm thinking about it is it puts you guys in a clutch position to be able to open doors and opportunity with these early games that are just you know in the infancy. I think I saw something that said epic games was about to drop a web three game is that something you guys think that you would take care of in integration or be a part of yeah i think there's a lot of opportunities in that i know forge arena is also launching on the epic games uh, epic games uh, launcher i think imposters by elio trades is also going to do that but some of these games also uh, allow us for for special access because I think we do in, in Good Game Hunters is the most active of our member, members are, are core hunters, we call them. So they get this promoted uh, role, which allows them to get a free NFT, or more specifically a, a soulbound token, meaning you can't trade the NFT. And this token actually allows us to also add value to the token holders on chain in the sense that you can give access or, or features or utility in these games to the token holders of this NFC. So that also makes the collaboration a lot easier with, with some of these games as well. Interesting. So when you guys acquire a game and basically decide, or I guess it wouldn't be acquired, but when you guys do stumble across the game that you want to check out, does somebody from the community share this game or does the team from Good Game Hunters decide and vet the game before? And how does that kind of go down? Well, a bit of both. Because first of all, the first thing I do when a community member suggests a new game or I find a new game, I, I kind of vet the game for like the team and what their previous experience is and what the game state is and who has been involved with it. Because in this crypto space, it's very important to to know that there is a lot of scammers and there is a lot of BS games or where they only make a video or two about how cool the game looks and then they have nothing in, in, in real life and just trying to attract people to buy. So it's important to vet the game first and foremost. Uh, so that's some of uh, what we do at, at the team. Uh, but we have also uh, a role called scouts in Good Game Hunters, and they primarily just they because one thing is being uh, a few guys looking for games, but when we have a whole community of guys who love playing crypto games, they can be out there playing or finding all sorts of games, and then they can submit them in a form we have in Good Game Hunters, and then in that form they fill out the team and and all sort of these key. Uh, 
uh, informations. And then we have something called a scout intel, where, where we can do like a short report, very short summarized report of what the game is. And that can help gamers pretty much summarize, is this a game for me or not? Because obviously, gamer is, is a very broad topic, right? There's all sorts of gamers out there who play racing, first-person shooter, MMA, uh, all, all of that. Um, but so we do in scout intels and we also upload some of them to our website to have like a library of fun games so people can easily get introduced to these games and know what's out there. That's Yeah, that's incredible because I've had actually an experience where I partaked in uh, Web3 blockchain gaming and the type of game, which I won't say what um, crypto project this was, but the type of game was a breeding game, you know, and the idea is you breed these things kind of like crypto kitties and ideally you earn from your creations. Uh, I think also Axie does some sort of breeding thing also. However, it was an unsustainable tactic or irresponsibility by the team, the developers that built the game to manage funds. So uh, the way they performed was early on when you bought a bunch of these NFTs, they just landslid in value as more people breeded, the supply inflated. And anyways, I'm sure you can imagine how that went. Do you guys have do you have any red flags to look out for when it comes to getting into these games? Yeah, it's, it's a lot of looking at the team. Uh, if the team is anonymous, that's always just a, a big red flag. You can also sometimes look at the tokenomics. If it's kind of Ponzi tokenomics, that also sometimes can be the case where like the early investors or and the team and foundations and, and their friends just get allocated more than half sometimes of of the token and at a really low price, uh, price, they can sometimes dump on retail or new people coming in. So there's sort of red flags you can find in, in, in that as well. Just having community like what you guys are working on is so great to be able to vet and decide early on, are these good ones, bad ones? In a way, it makes good game hunters a resource to be able to check out the latest and greatest games without worrying about some risk factors of like you're saying and i was just saying there exactly yeah it's it, and it's kind of sad to see also because it really ruins the the name of just nfts and, and crypto games like nfts is almost a new f word or something because if you if you talk to some of these web 2 more traditional gamers a lot of them hate nfts and they and they do so because they don't understand really what it is all they hear about is stuff like crypto soup by Logan Paul or, or other things that's just like crashed in value or, or it's just blatant scams. And it, it gives the whole space such a bad name because that what hits news, bad news spread so much easier than good news. So all they hear about is how NFTs are scams and how it makes no sense to use them and cash grabs and so on. So it, it's, it's always very sad how a lot of people abuse this space because it's easy to make money. Uh, so it's it's, it's kind of sad in that sense, but as the space progresses and matures more, I think it, it has a bright future. And so one more thing, and I do agree, sorry about just bypassing that, but yeah, Everyone's always saying Bitcoin's going to go to zero and there's even an arbituary website dedicated to every time someone announces that crypto's dead and you know it is it is a very disruptive technology all across the board from 
the very start of Bitcoin being open source, it kind of set this this fire out there that's unstoppable. Anyways, to get into the next question, tell us a little bit about plans moving forward with Good Game Hunters and how the rest of 2023 is going to look. So we have a, a bunch of plans going on behind the scenes. We're going to expand on the community. We're going to expand on the value we bring to our core hunters and the token holders. We're going to expand on the partnerships we do with a lot of these games. Uh, one One interesting thing to note is that Good Game Hunters is completely free for everyone. So that that actually makes it very fun in the sense that when we don't raise capital like a lot of other uh, gaming guilds does, it makes it so we don't have to make any promises but can be more uh, adaptive and innovative and flexible in what makes sense. So if, if something comes out that makes a lot of sense, that's not on you know a normal roadmap or whatever, we're very easy to go that route. So in that sense, there's going to be a, a lot of stuff upcoming and there'll be more stuff evolving as, as seeing what doors open and, and, and stuff like that. But definitely expanding on these game partnerships and utility and value bringing to our communities is going to be one of our primary focus always. With tournament organization and building gaming communities, I mean, I could see this going in a way where you have guilds and clans and, and all of these games and ecosystem entirely based off of that. Exactly. We have a bunch of tournaments lined up. Uh, we have some mini tournaments for new people. We have some big tournaments to really have a, a, a lot of players and, and the pro players in these games as well. So that's also going to be something we're all going to do on a regular basis. And these tournaments will all have cash prizes we give out. And that's also a pro with, with teaming up with both these games and tournament organiza- organizations is that we are able to partner with them to give out even more uh, cash to these tournaments. So it's really going to be a fun time. That sounds awesome. And how do we partake with Good Game Hunters? Is there communities and involvement? Where do we go to get involved? Yeah, I mean, we have a Discord. The easiest place to uh, find our Discord is probably on our Twitter, which is ggHunt.io. Or you can also uh, check out our website, which is also called ggHunt.io. So that you in on the website, you can find some of the different games we've, we've played and uh, we are doing a library of but in our discord is where we are most active we are going to host the top five most hunted game night tournaments scout intels all of that good stuff so if anyone wants to join they're more than welcome we're always open and very friendly to new people sounds great i'll be joining for sure and i certainly encourage everyone listening to join as there's not really any risk involved but to learn really good things about future of gaming Where can we follow you, Mr. Spaceman? And with that, I think this will wrap it up. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm on uh, Twitter as well, Mr. Spaceman Web3 on Twitter, a little little for the viewers there. So that's always fun to uh, post some stuff there. I'm going to be more and more active as well and try and grow that a bit as well. Well, I just want to say thank you, Mr. Spaceman, for jumping on for Verify Crypto. Thank you for having me. We can do this again sometime in the future. However... I think for today, that will wrap it up. And to everybody listening, like, follow, subscribe, do your thing. If you want more content like this, please share. And with that is all for episode eight of Verify Crypto. This episode is sponsored by StakeCube. Trade, earn, build. StakeCube is an all-in-one crypto ecosystem 
equipped with an exchange, NFT marketplace, staking, and more. Join the future of finance while earning competitive APYs through multiple strategies across a wide range of crypto assets. With safety and efficiency in mind at StakeCube.net. Verify Crypto is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Information shared from the host or guests featured in this recording should not be viewed as investment or financial advice. Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies are considered as risky and speculative investments. If you're seeking investment or financial advice, find a licensed and professional financial advisor. Mm -hmm.